You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world unto all nations for a witness. Then shall the end come. Friends, brothers and sisters all over the world, I am positive, confident, I know that you know, based on the things that are happening all over the world, especially in Europe and also the Middle East, that the coming of the Son of Man draweth near. The word today is entitled, Demilitarization. Demilitarization. And you are going to ask me the question, Evangelist, why such a topic? And I would respond to you by saying, Well, where were you within the last five days? Haven't you heard of the war that is now going on in Europe between Russia and Ukraine? Hence the topic today. Demilitarization. I will give you two definitions. One is a soft definition that says, Demilitarization is often narrowly defined as simply the dismantling or demobilization of a military. Notice carefully what I am saying. Demilitarization is often narrowly defined as simply the dismantling or demobilization of a military and the eventual destruction of military equipment, the destruction of weapons and explosives, and the incineration and destruction of chemical and biological weapons. Now, this is what Webster Dictionary says about demilitarize. To do away with the military organization or potential of B. To prohibit as something such as a zone or frontier area from being used for military purposes. 2. To rid of military characteristics or uses. You will see where I'm going with this after this prayer. Heavenly Father, as we look at your word today, a very important word And as we draw from life's experiences, as we draw from the experiences of others, I pray that you will open the hearts and the minds of those who would hear your word today. That you may be able to reach them where they are and that they may recognize the importance of communicating with you. So touch lives, change hearts, and save souls today. In your Son's mighty name with thanksgiving. Amen. Let us look at the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 17. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 17. It's a very well-known passage of scripture. It says, Pray without ceasing. Pray without stopping. Pray without giving up. Pray with all your heart. Pray with all your might. Pray with everything that you have. That's what this scripture is telling you and me. 
But today, many people do not want to pray. We do not want to communicate with the Most High, the King of Kings and Master of Masters, He who created the heavens and the earth. We would rather spend time watching foolish television pictures, foolish movies, spending time talking nonsense on the phone, on WhatsApp and social media. That is what we spend our time doing rather than spending time in prayer. We often want to treat the Most High as if He's Santa Claus. Once a year we pray to Him when we want a gift because remember the song says, you better watch out, you better not shout for Santa Claus is coming to town. He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you are awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. That is how we treat the Son of the Most High. We treat Yahweh that way. When we want a gift, when we want something, we only go to Him when we need it, but we don't remember Him after we have gotten that gift. If your boyfriend or your husband or your children were to treat you that way, how would you feel? You most likely would feel as if you're being taken for granted or as if you're being used for only what you have. Some friends only stick around as long as there is money. When there is no money, the friends disappear. When there is no merrymaking, everyone disappears. Brothers and sisters, we are treating the Most High exactly that way. Now let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4 and 5. The word of the Most High says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through Yahweh to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of Yahweh, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Yeshua HaMashiach. Now follow me closely. The weapons of our warfare. You understand now that we are in a war. And because we are in a war, there must needs be weapons. But what are the weapons of this warfare? Russia is using weapons against Ukraine, weapons of mass destruction. And she has all sorts of weapons that some of them, some of them are horrific just to call their names or to think about what they will do to property, to human beings. Brothers and sisters, these are the weapons that are carnal. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Yahweh has given us much more powerful weapons against the arsenal of Satan and the forces of darkness. We will get to those weapons, but let me read this for you here. Let me read this. The darkness of the evil one encloses those who neglect to pray. The whispered temptations of the enemy entice them to sin. And it is all because they do not make use of the privileges that Yahweh has given them in the divine appointment of prayer. Why should the sons and daughters of the Most High be reluctant to pray? when prayer is the key in the hand of faith to unlock heaven's storehouse, where are treasured the boundless resources of omnipotence? Without unceasing prayer and diligent watching, we are in danger of growing careless and of deviating from the right path. 
the adversary seeks continually to obstruct the way to the mercy seat, that we may not by earnest supplication and faith obtain grace and power to resist temptation. Did you hear what I'm saying today? The devil, in other words, is trying to demilitarize the church. The devil and his forces of darkness is trying to demilitarize you and me by taking away the weapons that Yahweh has given to us. He is doing his best and even more so as earth comes close to the end of its history. As the days are fleeting by, and as the second coming of the Son of Man approaches, the devil is trying to demilitarize you and me. Listen on here, brothers and sisters. Now, what are some of the things that the devil is using that are not carnal to demilitarize you and me, to cripple us? He uses sex, the sex bomb. He uses the television cruise missiles. He uses the cluster bomb of gossip and backbiting and lying. He uses the thermobaric weapon of staying home from church. He uses the nuclear bomb of the tongue, murdering your brother and your sister with the tongue. He uses sexual immorality, procrastination, slumber, inactivity, a prayerless life, love for material things, money, and yes, brothers and sisters, he uses a Sabbath breaking and the commandments of men to keep you powerless, to keep you defeated. These are the weapons that Satan is using to demilitarize and to conquer you so that you may not make it into the kingdom of the Most High. Let us look at what Yahweh has given unto us. And before I say that, remember now, Satan also has some of these weapons such as Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, WhatsApp, Netflix, and the list goes on and on. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 to 16. The scripture says, Finally, my brethren, when all is said and done, the scripture is saying, Finally, brethren, my brothers and my sisters, be strong in the Most High and in the power of His might. Do not be strong in the power and in the might of any government, any organization or institution. Look at NATO. Look at the nations that surround Ukraine. Ukraine is crying out to them for help. But because of the threats of Putin, this madman in Europe, because of the threats and the belief that he would use nuclear weapon, they are afraid to put their feet on the ground to help Ukraine. So they're using sanctions and are hitting them where it hurts. But Ukraine in the meanwhile is crying out for weapons, crying out for people from all over the world to come in without even passport restrictions and to help them fight this man called Vladimir Putin. So we are told by the scripture, by the word of the Most High, finally, brethren, be strong in the Most High and in the power of his might. Not the might of weapons, not the might of bombs and guns, but in the might of the Most High. Put on the whole armor of Yahweh, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of Yahweh, that you may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand. In other words, Ukraine, take up the armor of the Most High Elohim. Don't look to NATO. Don't look to the United States of America. Don't look to the neighboring nations, but put on the armor of the Most High Elohim and stand like a brave with your face to the foe. Yahweh will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Verse 13 says, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of Yahweh, that you may be able to stand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Above all, take in the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. Brothers and sisters, don't forget the helmet of salvation. Yahweh has said in his word that this church is his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against his people. Isaiah 65 verse 24 to 25 says, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. In other words, before you begin to cry out to the Most High and say, Hear my cry, O Yahweh. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and the strong tower from the enemy. O oh, brothers and sisters, before you cry out to the Most High, he said that he will answer. And while you are yet speaking, while you are yet praying, he will hear. Would you put your trust in the Most High today? But the reason why so many people are not having success in prayer, in fighting the devil and his forces, is because of what Yahushua Hamashiach says in Mark chapter 11 and verse 23. He says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Notice here, he says that, And shall not doubt in his heart, and shall not doubt in her heart, but shall believe. So you have got to believe that when you pray to the Most High, that he will hear you. For you cannot go to him doubting or with unbelief, for a lot of people are not going to make it into the kingdom of the Most High because of unbelief. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to Yahweh, for he that cometh to the Most High, must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When you diligently seek the Most High, when you come to him in faith, he will hear your prayer. So when you begin to pray, things will happen. 
When you begin to decree and to declare into the atmosphere, the devil trembles, the earth shake, demons scatter like cockroaches when the lights are turned on. So I call upon every praying, every believing Christian out there around the world that you will turn on the lights on Russia, that the devil will flee, that the demons of war and of bloodshed and of murder would be defeated. For when the devil comes in against Yahweh's people as a floodgate, Yahweh will rise up a standard against him. So all you Bible-believing people, you Nazarenes, you who are followers of the way of the Most High, get on your knees and call upon Yahweh and he will answer and bring an end to this nonsense that is happening down there in Europe. Yes, when you call upon him, he will hear. Pray that the wheels of those vehicles will stick in the mud. Pray that they will break down. Pray that they will overheat. Pray that they will run out of gas. Pray that the soldiers will run away from a falling leaf. Pray that when they hear the marching of the footsteps upon the mulberry trees, they will scatter and they will run and they will hide and each man will pull his sword upon his brother. Yes, it sounds hard, but this is the power that the church has. The church has power for we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against evil spirits, demons that are taking possession of nations. Let us come against them in prayer and believe and we have the victory. Too many times most of our prayers are earthbound. They go no higher than the treetops. It's about time that our prayers ascend into heaven, into the most holy, the throne room of the most high, Yahweh himself in the presence of his son as a sweet smelling savor. Yahashua himself, while he dwelt among men, was often in prayer. Our Savior identified himself with our needs and weaknesses, in that he became a suppliant, a petitioner, seeking from his Father fresh supplies of strength, that he might come forth braced for duty and trial. Did you hear what I said? Yeshua Hamashiach, the Son of the Most High, by whom all things were created, heaven and earth, the cosmos, angels and man, beasts, small and great, creeping and crawling things. He saw the need to pray to his Father in heaven, but we don't see the need to pray. He is our example in all things. He is a brother in our infirmities, in all points tempted like as we are. But as the sinless one, his nature recoiled from evil. He endured struggles and torture of soul in a world of sin. His humanity made prayer a necessity and a privilege. He found comfort and joy in communion with his Father. And if the Savior of men, the Son of Yahweh, felt the need of prayer, how much more should feeble, sinful mortals feel the necessity of fervent prayer? In a time when Satan and his forces seeks to demilitarize the church and demilitarize you and me, how much more must we pray? Our Heavenly Father waits to bestow upon us the fullness of his blessing. It is our privilege to drink largely from the fountain of boundless love. What a wonder it is that we pray so little. Yahweh is ready and willing to hear the sincere prayer of the humblest of his children. 
and yet there is much manifest reluctance on our part to make known our wants to the Most High. What can the angels of heaven think of poor, helpless human beings who are subject to temptation when Yahweh's heart of infinite love yearns toward them, ready to give them more than they can ask or think, and yet they pray so little and have so little faith. Friends, brothers and sisters, Satan and his forces are working hard at demilitarizing you and me, but the gates of hell shall not prevail against Yahweh's church. Pray without ceasing. Heavenly Father, today we thank you for your word. That we must pray. It doesn't matter what is happening around us. We have got to pray even more. We have to cultivate this strong and vibrant and energetic prayer life. For prayer is like a muscle. If it is not exercised, it grows weak. And when we grow weak, the devil just tosses us about and laughs at us and mocks us. Prayer is like the air we breathe and if we don't pray, it might as well be that we do not breathe. Prayer is like food to the body. If we do not pray, why are we eating? For we will sooner die without food and without air. Likewise, in this spiritual battle, Father, if we do not prepare ourselves for what is coming ahead, we will die spiritually. So just as Ukraine is fighting for their freedom, fighting for their sovereignty, let every man, woman, boy, and girl who you have created, who you sent your son to die for on the cross of Calvary, let us pick up the armor of the Most High and clad ourselves to stand in that great day against the forces of darkness, so that when we have done all, we will stand with our loins girt about with truth. We will take up the sword of the Spirit. We will put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, and we will girt ourselves about with truth and our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. So, Father, give us the power to overcome the enemy. And we thank you for hearing. Touch lives, change hearts, and save souls. In your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, Please contact us. Yahweh bless you.